Well, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me. It's always a privilege and an honor to pray with you. So if you have a need, feel free to either join us wherever you are because God knows our hearts and he hears our cries, he hears our prayers. If you want to give voice to it so that Maggie and and that uh, I can pray for you, uh, then send it to us on our X platform. Maggie's looking at it right now, and that's uh, formerly Twitter. You can go to at Drew Mariani Show. Send her those prayer intentions, and uh, she'll bring them to our spiritual family here in a few minutes. Also, you could uh, get a hold of us if you are on YouTube or if you're streaming uh, the chaplet. We do broadcast this live on Facebook. You can go to the Drew Mariani Show, and please like all of our socials. Like the Drew Mariani Show on, on Twitter or X uh, on Facebook. Follow us on Google uh, or on YouTube, I should say, if you're if you're watching us there. And send us your petitions. Maggie will bring them forward. Uh, and of course, I am grateful for everyone who's been writing to me and sending me their answered prayers. And there's been several of those that have come in. And you know, God is good and He is merciful. I want to just share a couple of emails that have come in just recently uh, with you. And if you uh, if you want to try to get in, as I said, feel free to call. I just see one line just dropped, so you might want to try triple eight. 914-9149 and sneak in. Lines fill up almost instantly here. So um, let me share with you uh, this e- email from Marguerite. She says, I had written for prayers for my cousin's son last week. He suffers from a very serious mental illness and refused to take his medication. Well, we prayed, and within hours, two days after my request, he suddenly changed. And now he's completely willing uh, to... Uh, He's completely willing, and his whole attitude has changed regarding the medication. So I just want to say thanks be to God. Marguerite, congratulations. God is good. He hears all these different prayers. Uh, This person says, hey, I uh, prayed the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and I also pray daily to St. Lucy since her feast day for a healthy eye exam. I have a history of glaucoma in my family, and I always had to go back every three to six months to get my eye pressure checked. Well, my exam today was excellent. My doctor said, I don't know, man, you hit it out of the ballpark uh, with my visual field test. He says, my optic nerve was better than it has been in years. No, uh, no concerns, no glaucoma. God is faithful. And if we trust him and call upon the intercession of the saints, St. Lucy's a powerful intercession intercessor. They say, thank you for praying the chapel with us daily and encouraging us to trust Jesus. I trust in you. Stephanie, congratulations on the good eye report. And that's the thing. I mean, glaucoma is frightening, right? The, these eye problems that have been consistently negative and are on the decline. I love when somebody calls. And then what do we see? The trajectory change, right? Eyes improve. Those tumors shrink. Those miracles take place. The belligerent, I'm not going to take my medication, type of child or, or relative suddenly having an about face. The alcoholic or drug user who doesn't want therapy suddenly deciding they need help. That's what prayer does. Prayer changes things. We just have to be vigilant. We got to be consistent. We've got to just do our part. We've got to trust the Lord. And if we do that, I think great things are going to happen. Um, one other prayer here, and then we'll jump over to Maggie. This person says, Hey, Maggie Drew, bless you. I called uh, about a week or two ago and I asked for prayers for my dear friend Glenda. Before the surgery, the doctor told her she only had a 50% chance of surviving the surgery due to her many illnesses and due to the complexity and the delicate nature of the surgery due to her health conditions. Well, I just want to report back. Surgery was a success. She is doing well, and doctors are amazed at how well she is doing. 
You know, she couldn't walk without her cane or a walker. Now she's walking without him. Drew, Maggie, this is a true miracle. Thank you all for your prayers, and thank everyone who prayed as well. May God bless you all. I, I love the way that God works. Let's pray. You know, we all have needs. Pray for me. I have some special intentions I'm putting forward. Pray for Maggie, and uh, let's pray for each other outside of the chapel. I know we pray right now for one another, but even throughout the rest of your day, you can just remember all of us in your prayers. We're going to see so many answered prayers, so many miracles take place. Because God is good. He is merciful. He hears these prayers. Maggie, what's coming in? I know a lot of people are asking you to pray. Yeah, well, I, I actually have a personal prayer I'd like to lift up first. Um, sure. Some friends of ours from church, Shauna and Brett, are a young couple. They're in RCIA. They grew up in completely secular families, and, and they've been searching for truth. And they're going to become part of the church oh, wow. at this Easter. <laughs> they asked Joe and I to be their their godparents. That's so awesome. so we're, we're, we feel very honored. And um, we I just told them that we would be praying a lot for them leading up to Easter. So That's awesome. I want to pray for them in their faith journey. And um, tomorrow, Joe and I go in for an ultrasound tomorrow um, and, and see baby. So I just want to pray that baby's healthy. And Are you nervous? No. Well... They do make you drink a lot of water before you go. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not nervous. I, I'm just excited. It's exciting. I remember being there when my wife was having her ultrasounds. It's it's exciting. Yeah. Do they give you a videotape of that still or they don't? I, 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 I for don't legal know reasons, some do. places don't. You know, they, they don't they give gave the us images. just the still images last time, but um, I know that there's like all these newfangled things. You get like 3D and 4D. I, so cool. I don't know if that, we probably won't do I that. I still have those little images from all those baby's years when I had my oh, I love it. Yeah. It's baby's first picture. You got it. Well, let's pray for you, Mag. You got so much prayer coming your way. Yeah. It's not, it's ridiculous. It really is. So many people have been praying for you from the beginning. So it's great. All right. Well, let's pray for each other. We're all in this together, right? God chose you. He chose me to live at this particular moment in time. And we got to, uh, we've got many challenges, right? Many, many opportunities that test our faith. So I'm so grateful to pray with you. And have you here uh, praying for me. Let's turn to our merciful Savior. We'll give him our heart right now. And, you know, before I do, let's pray for our country, too, please. You, know, you might have heard that Vladimir Putin has threatened NATO and any Western nation that gets involved um, sending boots on the ground uh, into Ukraine with nuclear war. Um, let's pray for Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping, for all of our leaders, for peace in the world. Let's really lift that up. Um, this is a time for prayer. In fact, Cardinal Raymond Burke is going to join me when we're done the chaplet here. And he's calling for a nine-day novena. I'll tell you what it's all about, who he's invoking, and why. That's come up in just a minute. But let's start in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You expired, Jesus. But the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, Envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and was born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. All right, our first call comes from Malgorzada. Today, she's praying with us in Cliffside Park, New Jersey. Margarzada, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. Good afternoon, Drew and Maggie. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you so much for the God's work, uh, uh, spreading uh, do what you're doing and spreading the God's word to the whole world. Thank you. Thank I you. love you guys. I have a couple intentions. Sorry for my English. No, <laughs> my Polish fine. is better. <laughs> Uh, special, uh, I am praying with you guys for you, for Ma Maggie and her baby and all people that are praying with us and those who are far from God. Please pray for our family to stay together, pray together and salvation uh, for our country, for America and Poland. Uh, please pray special for my daughter Joanna and my son-in-law Peter and my grandson Leo and Luca. They sick for four weeks already. The cold is coming and going and coming back. And, uh, you know, it's just not really. Please, uh, they need to go to school, to work, to function uh, normally. And one more intention. Please pray for all priests. And I am praying with you for all of priests and nuns, special nuns, little servant sister from Cherry Hill and from Amen. Poland, from Mokrzyszów. Uh, that God bless them in every work they doing, especially in Mokrzyszów, yeah. where they're raising, you know, uh, children. That well, Melgorzada, uh, thank you for your call. I, I love your spirit. You threw out a lot of intentions there. Let's put them before the Lord, and we'll unite your prayers to everyone who's now praying with us. Lord, hear our prayers as we pray. Eternal Father. We offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, Marie in Philadelphia. Good to see the city of brotherly Hi. love there. Good afternoon. Hi. Hi. I would like to offer um, my intention for the success of this movie, Cabrini, mm -hmm. coming out next Friday. Yep. Um, I'm very excited to see it, and I think that um, we should. Uh, Francis Cabrini could be a good intercessor for what's going on in the, our country right now. Yeah, with the migrants. I, I actually saw the film. I had the opportunity to see it ahead of time. 
and we'll probably be talking about it later this week or next week. Um, it's a period piece. It's exceptionally well done. If anyone wants to, to see it, we'll give you a, more of an analysis and a breakdown on it coming up. But Mother Cabrini, uh, a great Italian immigrant, uh, came to uh, the country at a very difficult time and took care of many who had to live on the streets and had nothing, other migrants. So uh, I think she, you're right, Murray, perfect intercessor for this migrant crisis that seems to be sieging our country right now. And uh, let's pray for those who have less than us, those who are vulnerable, those who are being trafficked. Let's pray for those who are hungry and cold and homeless, those who are oppressed. Let's pray for the success of this film and just that God's grace can fill uh, our, our lives and those that we love with both providence and protection. Eternal Father, we offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world all right before we go to tony in poplarville mississippi good to have them online with us let me go to maggie who is here with me, uh, Maggie, what's coming in? We pray uh, for our colleague, Glenn Leverance, um, sent That's me a, right. a, a text earlier. He said, my father-in-law, Lyle, is having brain surgery yeah. tomorrow on Friday. Please pray for peace and healing for all. Yeah. Thank you very much. Patrick, our call screener, um, said that Norma from Miami called in just earlier and asked us to pray for a baby that was born at 24 weeks oh, wow. and is only one pound. Gosh. Prayers for that little one to grow healthy and strong. Um, we'd like to lift up prayers for Deborah Schultz, a listener who needs our prayers. We're lifting her up for healing and blessings. Uh, a friend of the show, Carol Tomaselli, um, sent me a text just before broadcast. She said, I'm requesting prayers for my friend's son who has just served divorce papers. Ouch. He is surprised and crushed. They have two small children and are married less than 10 years. My friend had offered to babysit the kids so that they could attend a retrovi weekend yeah. close to their home tomorrow. He wants to attend and work on the marriage, and the wife says no. So she says, as Father Rocky says, be specific with your prayers. Mm -hmm. The wife and mother, we pray, will have a change of heart and will go to this retrovi program and work on their marriage. And, and Carol and her husband were on my program in the past. They're great. Um, huge. They had their own success with the retrovi. Totally. And they're helping others. If you have troubled marriages, let's pray for that now. Yes. And, and Glenn, John, John, your colleague, stopped by and told me about uh, your, your father-in-law and his surgery. So I'm glad that yes. you got a hold of Maggie, too. We'll pray for Lyle. Yes. Lyle Mack, brain cancer surgery. Yes. And just two more. Um, Leonore wrote to us on uh, Twitter, Divine Mercy Prayers for Sharice, who's having a very delicate jaw reconstruction surgery today. Yeah. It's eight hours of surgery. Oof. Jesus, we trust in you. And Fred in Philly says he's requesting prayers for his friend Jeff, who has eye surgery tomorrow for a detached retina. Ouch. Yeah. So, Lord, we give you the eye. St. Lucie, pray for us. Um, I want to pay for Pope Francis. I don't know if you heard earlier in the week he was hospitalized. Uh, he went to the Gemelli Clinic in Rome, and he's been dealing with the flu. 
uh, since the the weekend, and uh, he had to cancel meetings in a couple days in a row now. Uh, at the general audience, um, he actually handed a speech off for his aide to read, uh, and at the end of that that uh, audience, he was taken to the hospital. So we'll pray for our Holy Father. My colleague uh, and our Vice President of Programming called out sick today, too, so I might as well throw him into the mix as well. So uh, let's pray. We'll pray for these intentions. We'll add to the mix uh, Tony, who's joining us from Mississippi. Hi, Tony. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Drew. Thank you, Drew and Maggie, for taking my call. Got it. We have a dear friend um, who is undergoing quadruple heart bypass surgery right now. Um, He is... On, literally on the operating table. So I just ask for prayers for him, for his wife and his family. Well, I am grateful that you got through, and I don't think there's a better, t- is providential, I'll tell you, Tony. Uh, we will storm heaven right now for, for that surgery. Lord, I give you all who are undergoing surgery and procedures right now for their safety and for their complete recovery. I lift up Tony and all of her personal intentions, but her friend going through triple bypass surgery now. You are the divine physician. Jesus, we ask you to be the hands of this surgeon, and we pray for prompt and total recovery. And I pray for that now for those facing procedures and those recovering. And we pray, Eternal Father, we offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole For world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, we'll go to Los Angeles next. City of the Angels, Lorna. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Drew. Um, first of all, thank you so much for this uh, ministry, so much. Uh, you. For you and Maggie, um, you. I want to pray for my cousin who is going through her second bout of cancer, breast cancer. So she just had breast cancer surgery at the beginning of this mm-hmm. week. I tried to call you, but couldn't get through. But she's in recovery now. Um, and also, my nephew is going through uh, chemo treatment. He's halfway through a six-month mm-hmm. journey of that. So I'd really like to um, pray for those two. And I have some special intentions in my heart, but. Uh, those are my two, and my mm-hmm. cousin is a devout Divine Mercy follower. So I told her, hopefully she can. She's listening in the hospital. Hopefully she's listening. What's her first um, name? Lynn. Lynn, we're praying for you. All right, we're going to pray yep. for you. And Lorna, let's pray for you too, and for all your personal needs. I'm grateful for you calling. Thank you so much. God bless you. I want to pray for all those on hospice, those that are approaching uh, new life eternity with the Lord. Lord, I ask that you meet them as a merciful Savior, not as a just judge. And we pray for their conversion. I want to pray for Lauren's cousin uh, with breast cancer and all those right now, Lord, uh, who are crying out to you. I mean, you know, we all have such wide and varying pleas. You know what's best with us. Give us the grace to submit ourselves to your holy will, to be faithful to it, and to exercise that faith and trust so we can see miracles in our lives as well. Eternal Father. 
I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, let's go to our next call. Criselda is listening to us in Pasadena, California. Hey, Criselda. Hi, Drew. Hi, Maggie. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Drew, this is a Thanksgiving prayer. I I called last week for for my daughter, uh, Jessica, the intention that uh, she'll pass the final job interview at University of Southern California and get the job. And she she got the job. Oh, praise God. And um, she's even got a, a higher offer than what she expected. Wow. And I, I do have uh, one more intention, hopefully final for her, that when she gives her notice of resignation tomorrow, that it will... It will not be met. I mean, it won't be too hard for her. Okay. Let's lift her up. And we'll pray for you and all those intentions that you have. You keep praying. I know you are a prayer warrior. God hears our prayers. Um, thank you for sharing that answered prayer. God is good. God answers prayers. Believe me. Three ways. Yes. Sometimes very promptly. Sometimes we have to wait. Sometimes it's no. And that's for our own good. He's got something better in store. And sometimes it's not yet. Or not now. Or there's something different coming your way. So... Just trust in the Lord. He's got the right answer for you. Michelle in Nashville, Tennessee. Good afternoon. Hi. Um, I'm sorry, I'm back on my phone. Yeah, there's a young teen. He's autistic. um, And he's been missing, I think, I know for over a day. So it may have been a couple, but it's in Nashville, Tennessee. Could you just pray for him as a teen and autistic? There's just lots of difficult things. So any other children that are missing too. Well, you got it. That's such a great prayer. And you know what? These are the prayers that always get answered. We, Maggie, didn't we report on one earlier this week of somebody that was missing that got returned? Yeah, it was like two days ago, we prayed for a 16-year-old that had gone missing. And then yesterday, we got word that they were found. Praise God. Sebastian Rogers is the name of this missing autistic child. So we will pray that an angel's Angels come to guide him home. So let's do that. Um, I'm going to sneak one more in because I see Madeline here from Brooklyn, New York. I think she's going through a tough time. Hi, Brooklyn. Or hi, Madeline. Good afternoon. Hi, Drew. Um, I usually call and pray for everyone but me, but it seems like this it just every time I, I'm for peace, but every time I speak there for fighting, that, mm. that just rings true at the divine office, and I keep praying it. And I, I am for peace. I don't know what's going on. I just feel so... Oh, my goodness. And I just pray that God have mercy on me. And, you know, 
and oh, and for Saint Maximilian Kobe to be on one of the the saint lists. And we say, pray for us, Max and Kobe. <laughs> yeah, he's a great one. All right, let's, Maggie, let's he's remember to do one. that. We, I always we, go to him. The litany gets longer and longer. That's for sure. It does. <laughs> Madeline, thanks. Let's, let's pray oh for God. you right and now. And your baby, obviously. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you, Madeline. God Madeline, pray you. for you all of us, baby. for our spiritual oh family here. I like your spirit. Oh, I think you're great. She's sweet. Uh, yeah, St. Augustine and Madeline once said that prayer, it's the key to heaven, right? You know what unlocks that door, he said? Faith, right? Prayer is the key to heaven. Faith unlocks the door. Um, just keep praying. You know, believe that God will resolve this. And a couple of things, where there's division in families or homes or places like that, use sacramentals or great gifts given to us by the church. Bless salt, bless water. Use those things. Have a home blessed and pray for peace. Ask your angel to speak to the angel, the person in conflict. You'll be surprised at how things change. Lord, we give you all of our needs. As we turn to you now, we trust in your mercy. Hear our prayers. Lord, uh, open those doors of heaven as we pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world <sighs> holy god holy mighty one holy immortal one have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible. Please look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us so that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence. Submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Our Lady Queen of Heaven. Pray for us. Our Lady of Champion. Pray for us. Mother of Mercy. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Our Lady Reconciler of Peoples and Nations. Pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful. Pray for us. Saint Joseph. Pray for us. Saint Faustina. Pray for us. Saint John Paul II. Pray for us. Saint Peregrine. Pray for us. Saint Jose Maria Escriva. Pray for us. Saint Patrick. Pray for us. Saint Maximilian Golby. Pray for us. Saint Lucy. Pray for us. All you angels and saints. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, I hope you can hang out with me. And continue listening. I know if you're streaming me on YouTube or Facebook, you may not be able to. A couple quick ways you can do that. Relevantradio.com or download our mobile app on wherever you get your apps. Uh, I'm going to be speaking to a very high-ranking cardinal when I return who's called for not just prayer, not just a novena, a nine-month novena, three-quarters of the year petitioning Our Lady. I'll tell you under what title and why. You do know that Vladimir Putin has threatened a global war nuclear war if uh, troops are sent into the Ukraine as that war continues to rage now entering year three. Um, I'll fill you in everything when I return. Stay with me. Your daily dose of faith, 
hope, and charity. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hey, if you have real estate or land that you no longer need, well, consider the advantages of donating it to Relevant Radio. The process is easy and the tax advantages can be huge. Learn more at relevantradio.com slash property. Nearly 500 years ago, the apparition of Our Lady of Guadalupe changed the course of human history. Today, the hearts of Catholics around the world echo the same anxieties of 1531. And once again, the answer to this anxiety is not temporal, but spiritual. Now more than ever, we must fly to the protection of Our Lady for her intercession. I am therefore calling on Catholics all over the world, especially those in the Americas, to join me in returning to the loving embrace of Our Lady. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. You know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, prayer is so important. That was his uh, eminence, Cardinal Raymond Burke. He's going to be joining me in a second here. And he's doing something uh, I think that's going to have a profound, profound impact on the world. Not just our country, but the world. Um, you know, we're living in very perilous times. I was just sharing with you a moment ago that uh, Vladimir Putin is threatening nuclear war. Uh, we are hearing of wars and rumors of wars. There's wars between Israel and Hamas. You have Russia and Ukraine. You've got the Houthi rebels disrupting supply chains at the Red Sea. You've got China threatening to subvert our country, right? You've got Iran and, and North Korea who are enemies uh, of ours. Uh, and, and North Korea and, and Iran, they're on the brink of getting nuclear weapons. And you can go on. I mean, it's easy to, to get mired down in this stuff. It's can get pretty dark pretty quick. Uh, but, you know, what's at the heart of all this? I think the peril that we face is spiritual. You know, when France once considered the church, I mean, when it, if you remember your history, it was once considered the uh, the eldest daughter of the, of the church. It's on the brink of now becoming the first nation in the world to enshrine the right to abortion in its constitution. I'm worried about uh, France, I'll tell you that much. Say a prayer for them. That act will place that country in spiritual peril. And the dangers that we here in America, in our own country, face, we got Americans dying from drug crises. There's rampant homelessness. There's unlimited you know, immigration. They have this influx of undocumented migrants coming across the border. Inflation is crazy. Our debt crisis continues to head northward, right? The continued attack on the unborn. Yeah. The rights of believers, I've reported on church desecrations and attacks and discrimination. They're just physical manifestations of a very spiritual problem. What is that? It's our rejection of God. It's turning our back, turning away from God. And when we do that, this is what manifests. Cardinal Raymond Burke, uh, of course, has been seeing this and probably a whole lot clearer than I ever could. Uh, he knows that while we need to take physical action, even more than that, I think we need to take spiritual action. And I just uh, came across something that I just, I wanted to share with you. I want to invite you to be part of. It's a novena. And, you know, novena normally means nine days. And most most of the novenas are, are nine. In I never heard of a nine 
week or even a nine month novena, but he wants you to do a, um, a, a nine month novena to our lady of Guadalupe. And it starts soon starts March 12th, but how poetic nine months from that date will be December 12th, the feast of our lady of Guadalupe. So, uh, we will join him in that. I want to fill you in on all the details of that. And again, the, the, there's a great uh, novena that takes place right after, from Ascension and Pentecost, you know, the 90-day novena of the Holy Spirit. This is going to be great. It's a nine-month novena. Your Excellency, so good. Oh, Your Eminence, so good to have you with me today. Thanks for joining me. Well, thank you, Drew. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, so what, what inspired this, uh, you know, and, and, and why Our Lady of Guadalupe, and, and what are you hoping people will, will do? Well, as a, a, a pastor, as a priest and bishop, I hear more and more from people a sense of desperation about the situation of the world, as you were just describing it before, and also the situation of the church, so much confusion and error and uh, people abandoning uh, the church, uh, and no longer trusting our Lord's promise that he would remain with us in the church until the, the last day. And I myself find so many things very discouraging. And uh, I have had a great devotion uh, to Our Lady Guadalupe. And it uh, it came to me that uh, in 1531, there was a similar situation. Terrible wars. There was the Protestant revolt. Uh, there was in Mexico City itself a, a horrible, what is today Mexico City, a horrible practice of human sacrifice and the bloody conflict between the Spanish explorers and settlers and the Native Americans. Uh, one bishop said, without uh, the intervention of the hand of God, all will be lost. Uh, and our Lord, who had given us his mother as our mother dying on the cross, sent her to us uh, from December 9th to December 12th, 1531, uh, under her title, Our Lady of Guadalupe, to draw us back to him. Uh, you're quite correct that the root of all of this evil that we see uh, that threatens uh, our very life is a rebellion against God, a refusal to be true children of God, obedient to him, and rather to think that uh, we are in charge, the old sin of pride, which was the, the sin of uh, our first parents and is the uh, the root of all all sin, and so uh, recalling how when Our Lady appeared in 1531, there was a transformation of a situation which seemed as bleak as it possibly could be, and and, and millions of of uh, the Native Americans converted uh, to the Catholic faith. The, the human sacrifice was ended and uh, formed a bond. Of the, of the of the Spanish explorers and settlers and the Native American people, uh, a new race, uh, a mixed race called mestizo, and, uh, but with a one common mother, uh, we call Our Lady La Morenita, the the olive-colored one, which is also true to the color of her skin as as someone coming uh, from the the Holy Land. Uh, she is the one who was the instrument drawing all of these uh, uh, peoples to our Lord and to a conversion of life. And so I think in this situation we're in today uh, that we need 
a very powerful prayer. That's why I proposed nine months, a novena of months of praying every day through the intercession of our, our Lady of Guadalupe uh, for the restoration of, uh, of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ in the church and obedience to the truth and love which he teaches us in the church. The, first of all, the conversion of our own lives, but also then the transformation of our world that that many millions today would be come to know Christ and receive the gift of faith uh, and baptism. It isn't true that there's nothing we can do. The, the situation is not hopeless. Each one of us in our own way, in our own circumstances, according to our vocation of life, the gifts that God has given us, we can first of all pray as we will be doing during this nine months, uh, but also we can work to make sure that in our own homes and our, our, there is a conversion to Christ every day, which then will spread the knowledge of love of Christ uh, far beyond our homes and our communities. And uh, the transformation of the world takes place one home at a time. Uh, and uh, we want to be about that, especially through this novena. My guest today is His Eminence, Cardinal Raymond Burke. And if you're just joining me, we're taking uh a look at something I think will have profound spiritual ramifications. And that's a nine-month novena to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, I'm assuming this is for our country and also for peace in the world. Is there a specific intention that you want people to pray for? No, it's, well, there are many intentions. Yeah. Really, so the restoration of a, of a knowledge and love of God in the uh, in our own homes, in our nation, we are in a critical time right yeah, now. This okay. is the year in which we'll elect a new president, and we we need to elect a God-fearing man uh, who to lead our nation, and which is, has fallen into such uh, corruption and with yeah. so many sufferings. Uh, and then it, it's for the whole world. We know the situation in the Holy Land right now, in the Ukraine, and so many other situations of war and civil conflict and uh, uh, in, in general of a, a corruption. You mentioned this law that they want to pass in France uh, to put into their constitution a right to That's destroy right. innocent and defenseless human lives through yeah. abortion. So the, the intentions are not lacking. They're, yes. they're multiple. But we, we trust that Our Lady will take all of this to our Lord, and we, we trust in the help of His grace that uh, through this powerful prayer uh, we can uh, uh, bring about change, a change, uh, a turning toward our Lord, who is our light and our salvation. Cardinal Berg, you've always had a devotion uh, to Our Lady of Guadalupe, I, I, one of the most beautiful shrines in our country, and there may be a lot of people in the country who've never visited or even are, are aware of it, is the shrine dedicated to her in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And, you know, it's there high on those bluffs overlooking the Mississippi, and I would encourage anyone, if you want to go and have a profound experience, uh, check out the shrine of uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe in La Crosse. Why Our Lady Guadalupe? Have you always had a devotion to her? Is she calling you to do this nine-day novena? What is it her? We also have Our Lady, who is the Immaculate Conception, the patroness of this country. Why Our Lady oh. Guadalupe, and what's your relationship to her? It's always the Mother of God. Uh, it, it, it's always the Virgin Mary, whom God, from the moment of her conception, 
had designated to be uh, the mother of of his only begotten son and his incarnation. Uh, Our Lady, I chose. Uh, I have a devotion to Our Lady under many titles, yeah, to be too. honest with you, but I have a very strong devotion to her under this title because uh, her apparitions uh, in 1531 uh, correspond so much to what we need today. What she came, she was very direct with St. Juan Diego, her messenger, that first she identified herself clearly, I'm the Virgin Mother of God, and uh, that I've come to uh, yeah. show His divine mercy to all my children, she said, not only here, but uh, all those who who love me and uh, and, and strive to uh, be one in heart with me, and that uh, is what uh, the theme of our the, uh, novena is: return to Our Lady. Uh, we we she's constantly reaching out. To us. She's constantly extending her arms to us to yeah. uh, to embrace us and to lead us to Christ. And this is what we need so desperately in our time. Cool. And uh, her, I'll be, during this nine months, I'll be giving instructions. We have a website for oh, this, uh, novena.cardinalburke.com. And if you go on that website, you'll find all the information. But every month I'll be giving some instruction and also opening yeah. up uh, her message. Oh, wow. Uh, her apparitions. That's great. Uh, so uh, all of this... Well, to, to lead us to a deeper spiritual life and to, to a more effective witness to Christ in the world. Your Eminence, my producer Maggie just went to the website. And Maggie, you said it's it's her. She said in my headset when you first joined me, she went over to look at it. She said it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous website. <laughs> it's, no, it's really beautifully done, and also the of course I wouldn't be able to do uh, any of these things without the help of very talented people. But yeah. also, well, even the, the inaugural message is. is is presented so yeah. well. Well, your Amazon, I only have a moment or two left, and I, I've got to take a break. Uh, again, sure. if you could tell people where they can sign up, and then uh, if you give us your blessing, too, I think that would be a tremendous privilege. Uh, we'd be honored to have that. And, and ultimately, too, one final thought here as it's hitting me. Um, what do you hope you're going to see nine months after this novena is done? I mean, that's a long time, nine months. Not nine-day novena, not nine-week. You decide to go nine months. What, what do you expect to be the fruit of it? I expect uh, the fruit will be a greater holiness of life in the in, in, in the lives of all those who take part in the novena, and that through this there will be graces brought to our nation, to our world, and into our own homes. So that's Beautiful. that's the goal. We we turn to Our Lady, and what does Our Lady always do? She does like she did at the wedding feast of Cana. She takes us to our Lord with the instruction, do whatever he tells you. And that's our, that's our salvation. So Our Lady won't fail us. And I, I expect great gifts to come, even as they did in 1531. Yeah, pray for our country, pray for your family, pray for the restoration of faith in the nation, pray for our church. We'll all join you in this. Again, the website is Novena. Thank you so much dot cardinal Novena dot cardinal Your Eminence, we'd be honored if you'd bless us. Yes. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Hey, let's let's connect again in the not too distant future to yes. see how things are going. All right. I'd like that very much. Thank you. I'm expecting great things. I'm joining you in this prayer. I know so many others will be too. Thanks for doing this. I know the Holy Spirit's using him. Thank That's, you. God bless you. That's his eminence, Cardinal Raymond Burke. I have to take a short pause, and I'll be back. Stay with me.
The Drew Mariani Show. Connected. Connected. Relevant Radio. Sponsor of the University of Dallas, the Catholic University for Independent Thinkers, invites high school juniors, seniors, and recent graduates to study the great books this summer at UD's two-week-long Arate program while earning three hours of college credit. Info at relevantradio.com slash udallas. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio, 24-7 on the Relevant Radio archives. Just click on Drew Mariani's show page. Yeah, I would encourage you to join that novena with Bishop Burke. And, and join us here at Relevant Radio. We're praying the memorandum. We pray the rosary every night with Father Rocky, the chaplet of Divine Mercy every afternoon at that hour of power, 3 o'clock. Uh, the rosary, these novenas, prayer, there's no explanation for it, right? None. You know, we see historically how rosary crusades were formed, and uh, we've seen unbelievable uh, military defeats, and we have seen departures from occupied territory and so much more. I believe the Iron Curtain fell because of the power of, of our united prayer, turning to God, especially through Our Lady, and nobody better than Our Lady of Guadalupe. Paul Harvey, I think it was back, Maggie, I don't even know the year. This I want to say 19... I don't know what it was, 1968. I think it was a long time ago. I don't have it in front of me. Um, delivered a very powerful and really prophetic. Was it 65? It was 58 years ago. Whoa. We checked this out. I've played it in the past. But if you think, you know, we need a reason to pray this, this novena, listen to what Paul Harvey saw. And he kind of shares a little bit of where we are today. Listen to this. If I were the devil. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions. Just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money 
If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. It's amazing. That was done half a century ago. And clearly you can see how the evil one is at work. That's why I believe the antidote to that corruption is love, mercy, and above all, God. Right? We will pray this novena with Cardinal Burke. I invite you to do the same thing. And I invite you to join me, Father Rocky, and this relevant radio family. We try to make the world a better place. I'll be right back.